Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Acts chapter 20 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We're going to review a few key takeaways and we'll end our session with a short prayer. So let's go ahead and get started. Through Macedonia and Greece, when the uproar had ended, Paul sent for his disciples and after encouraging them, said goodbye and set out for Macedonia. He traveled through that area, speaking many words of encouragement to the people, and finally arrived in Greece, where he stayed three months, because some Jews had plotted against him just as he was about to sail for Syria, he decided to go back through Macedonia. He was accompanied by Sopater, son of Phyrus from Berea, Aristarchus and Secundus from Thessalonica, Gaius from Derby, and Timothy also, and Tychicus and Trophimus from the province of Asia. These men went on ahead and waited for us at Troas. But we sailed from Philippi after the festival of unleavened bread, and five days later joined the others at Troas, where we stayed seven days. Eutychus raised from the dead at Troas. On the first day of the week we came together to break bread. Paul spoke to the people, and because he intended to leave the next day, kept on talking until midnight. There were many lamps in the upstairs room where we were meeting. Seated in a window was a young man named Eticus, who was sinking into a deep sleep as Paul talked on and on. When he was sound asleep, he fell to the ground from the third story and was picked up dead. Paul went down, threw himself on the young man, and put his arms around him. Don't be alarmed, he said. He's alive. Then he went upstairs again and broke bread and ate. After talking until daylight, he left. The people took the young men home alive and were greatly comforted. Paul's farewell to the Ephesian elders. We went on ahead to the ship and sailed for Asos, where we were going to take Paul aboard. He had made this arrangement because he was going there on foot. When he met us at Asos, we took him aboard and went on to Mytilene. The next day we set sail from there and arrived at Chios. The day after that we crossed over to Samos, and on the following day arrived at Miletus. Paul had decided to sail past Ephesus to avoid spending time in the province of Asia, for he was in a hurry to reach Jerusalem, if possible by the day of Pentecost. From Miletus, Paul sent to Ephesus for the elders of the church. When they arrived, he said to them, You know how I lived the whole time I was with you, from the first day I came into the province of Asia. I served the Lord with great humility and with tears and in the midst of severe testing by the plots of my Jewish opponent. You know that I have not hesitated to preach anything that would be helpful to you, but have taught you publicly from house to house. I have declared to both Jews and Greeks that they must turn to God in repentance and have faith in our Lord Jesus. And now, compelled by the Spirit, I am going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardship are facing me. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Now I know that none of you among whom I have gone about preaching the kingdom will ever see me again. Therefore I declare to you today that I am innocent of the blood of any of you, for I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the whole will of God. Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. I know that after I leave, savage wolves will come in and among you 
and will not spare the flock. Even from your own number men will arise and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. So be on your guard. Remember that for three years I have never stopped warning each of you night and day with tears. Now I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which can build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I have not coveted anyone's silver or gold or clothing. You yourselves know that these hands of mine have supplied my own needs and the needs of my companions. In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words of the Lord Jesus himself said, It's more blessed to give than to receive. When Paul had finished speaking, he knelt down with all of them and prayed. They all wept as they embraced him and kissed him. What grieved them most was his statement that they would never see his face again. Then they accompanied him to the ship. This is the end of Acts chapter 20. Now let us look at at a few key takeaways. First, we see that Paul warmly greets his two disciples that were persecuted by a riot crowd in Ephesus and quickly departs with them back to Macedonia. Second, we see Paul saying that he will not be upset whether he lives or dies in this life. He does not fear death to the body because he knows he will be in heaven with God when he departs this body. He will joyfully preach the gospel to the end, he says. I will rejoice that the grace of God saved me to the end. So in summary, Paul goes back to Ephesus to get or meet with his two disciples and leave to Macedonia and then avoid further conflict with the Ephesus crowd. Paul marches on and is not faced by those who conspired to kill him because he has consecrated his life to God and lives in the comfort that his salvation is secured with Jesus Christ. So let us end now with a short prayer. Lord, Father God, Almighty, hear our daily supplications to you, Father. Please give us comfort in these times of crisis. Please open the hearts of humans all around us. Open their eyes, Lord. Open their ears, so they may receive your message of salvation, Lord. Help us stay calm in the craziness that surrounds us. Help us to continue to pull all our trust in you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, come, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Acts chapter 20. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.